0: Hey, this is Billy Claudio. I'm the pastor of Oasis Community Church, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope it builds your faith, and I hope you find freedom today through the gospel. Enjoy the message. light. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. That's kind of a little bit weak. Everybody still tired from Christmas? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, I'll tell you what here, um, I'm really excited because today we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and I'll be the first to tell you that, man, I love just cranking up the music and jamming out to worship music, but how awesome was that acoustic set? I felt like to slow down and invite the Spirit into the sanctuary today, what a great way to start. So, uh, I'm really excited about today. Um, thank you all for joining us today. I know Pastor Billy talked about the faithful few, but you know what? God has everybody here that needs to be here today. So for those of you that are here, thank you. For those of you online, I'm glad you're joining us. For those of you that are going to watch us recorded, I'm glad you're watching it recorded. Um, so, so who has kids here? Real quick, who has kids? I think we should rebrand Christmas Assembly Required. You know what I'm saying? I think yesterday I woke up and it looked like the Amazon truck, you know, ran into our living room and tipped over. And the kids were just loving it, right? It's, there's so much excitement, so much energy, much like I feel in here today. Yeah, yeah. And then once all the, the, the gift opening is over and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, no. It's, Dad, can you put this together, Dad? Oh, man, it, is like, it was like 5 o'clock last night before I took a drink of water. So can I get an amen from anybody? Can I get an amen from anybody? Okay, that's better. I feel a little bit more included. So, so um, today we're going to be talking about a, um, uh, a sermon called Rebranded. And I, th- I thought, what a great uh, name for a, a sermon the day after Christmas, right? Because... We live in a culture where it's awesome to have these resolutions, and who here is going to be returning gifts, right? Yeah, you got something you didn't quite want, you know? Um, but quite honestly, you know, we live in this world where resolutions are, are big, right? And I think that when it comes to like a New Year's resolution, we all do it, right? We all have these things that, that are within us that we want to change. Boy, this, this year didn't feel so good. Who's been a little bit... Not feeling so good because of the last year or two of COVID, right? There's a lot of things that you're like, I don't like it. I want something new. So our flesh has all these things from within us that we want to change. And guess what? January 1st comes. We're, you know, we're full speed ahead. Yes, I'm going to do this. It's going to be great. 2020, uh, 2022 is going to be awesome because of all these things. But guess what? That's your flesh. And how quickly do our New Year's resolutions die out, right? Exercise is one. I'm going to have more money this year. I'm going to travel more. I'm going to do things that fill me. Come February, they start to die out. And before you know it, those resolutions are a distant memory. So this year, I want us to get our mindset in one thing, especially when it comes to this, this title, Rebranded. What, from within you, does the Holy Spirit want to rebrand? You know, and and when I was thinking about this, the inspiration behind this, my wife and I were talking a couple weeks ago, and we carry this huge burden for our church to have rebirth, to have people set free, freedom within yourself, something different. And it's like when you're in ministry, you have all these conversations about people that have these little snapshots, these little flashes of peace and joy and happiness. Man, for a second, I felt like Jesus was right there with me. Guess what? He is. So how do we unlock the opportunity from within us to be rebranded, rebirthed, something rebirthed within us from the Holy Spirit to where all of a sudden that's who we are. That's our everyday life. It's not a snapshot on a Sunday or you show up at a Wednesday night group every once in a while and you feel it or you hear this great worship song on the radio and man, that felt good. You know, that last worship song, the background is like, man, I got overwhelmed. I'm like, just the, the the visual of the rain. I'm like, man, the Spirit rained down on this whole sanctuary. Spirit rained down on our community because we desperately need something different. Like, I encourage us all, like, man, 2022, make it different. But you have to be intentional. It can't be just... This jackpot moment of the Holy Spirit rains down. All of a sudden, voila, it's different. To be rebranded and rebirthed, it takes work and commitment. So I'm excited to spend the next few minutes with you talking about what this looks like. I think, man, what a great day to do this. You know, Pastor Billy on Friday shared an awesome message about the birth of Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus for Christmas, which gets quickly washed away by materialism and other things in our society. I'll tell you what, the last few years of my life has been different. I've been very reflective on the blessings of my life. And this Christmas was way different for me. I think, to be honest, I think for the first time in a long time, I truly said, thank you, Jesus. Like, Truly, thank you, Jesus. And I want us all to have this mindset today that catapults us into this, this next year, and then all of a sudden, it's our forever. Because not so long ago, I was in those seats. And I was on the outside of ministry looking in. And people believed in me. And they put things in front of me. It was very intentional, right? Very, it, was, it was a choice that I had to make every day. To choose Jesus, and then all of a sudden now I'm walking in the Spirit, and everyone here can do that. I want the mindset to be, I want to rebrand my life with the Holy Spirit. I want something rebirth in me that I just, man, on my own, my flesh, my New Year's resolutions mean nothing, because if you allow the Spirit to walk with you, then guess what? All your resolutions will happen by default, so who's ready to have some... Fun with Jesus today. Okay, all right, let's get started. Let's get started. So uh, today we talked about rebranded, right? It's a time of year where we're great at resolutions and change. But today I really want to focus in on one thing. What changes is the Holy Spirit encouraging you to make? First thing you probably should ask yourself is, man, I don't know what the Holy Spirit's saying. I don't even know... I don't even know if I have a great relationship with the... I don't know what the Holy Spirit sounds like. How do you know this? What does the Holy Spirit want you to pursue? Good question to ponder, right? We'll uncover those answers. What gifts have, has God already given you? What a great time to talk about gifts, right? Christmas, tis the season. If you're here and you've already given your life to Jesus, guess what? You have the power of the Holy Spirit within you already. We just need to figure out how you activate the maximum to receive the fruits of the Spirit. Because it's easy to say, man, I wish I was like that guy. That family, they got it going on. That's not me. That's not true. That's the enemy whispering to you that the Spirit doesn't reside in you. But I tell you what, if, we, if you believe in Jesus, if you've committed your life to Christ... You have the power of the Holy Spirit. God has already gifted you with something. And now it's time you start believing it and walking with the Spirit. So, first part, here's the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit, right? And for some of you, this is going to kind of a tough concept. I know for me, I kind of struggled for for uh, my, early, my early walk, right? And I was like, yeah, God, I get it. The will of God, read the Bible, learn, you study, you kind of get more knowledge. It's kind of easy to unpack the will of God. Not easy, but you know what I'm saying. You can kind of under, you can, you can study it, right? You get the will. Committing your life to Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. Read the Gospels. What was Jesus like? It's right there in front of you. The disciples they went out and they told everybody what Jesus was like. He's the model. But then there's the Spirit. Then there's the walking with the Spirit. For some of us, it might be a little bit hard to unpack what that's like. For me, it was the most challenging. I needed help understanding it. I needed environments to inject myself to feel it. You know, we live in this society... I gotta have evidence, right? You gotta see it. Faith is this weird concept right now where if it's not on Instagram or Facebook or you don't witness it firsthand, I don't get it. So, to walk in the Spirit, you have to be intentional and in injecting yourself into environments where you can witness it. Mm-hmm. Church on Sunday, Wednesday night groups, Bible studies, your workplace, your home. How many homes have the absence of the Spirit? You know, how many marriages may struggle because guess what? It's all these little fights and offenses and things that just derail the love and the bond and the unity of marriage. Happen so frequently because a husband and wife aren't inviting the Spirit into their home. They may talk about it, but they're not walking it out. It's not part of the DNA. It's good so far. Can I get an amen from somebody? I want this to be like the 16th hole of the Phoenix Open. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. So, the Spirit, stay with me. And guess what? Most of you may not get it today. But I want you to start unpacking your mind that there's something different out there that I got to have. Which brings me to my second point. The activation. This is a couple different perspectives. The activation of the Holy Spirit. For sure. That's an easy one to talk about. You start doing things in your life and you get to a certain place and the surrender to a life with Jesus. The invitation to the Holy Spirit to lead you day, day in, day out. And then there's you. What are you going to do? What are you willing to do to activate that motion. To walk in the Spirit, it's not 90 minutes on a Sunday. It's not watching online and reading a Bible story. It's hard work. A true relationship with the Holy Spirit is no different than any other relationship. Time, dedication, commitment, trust, surrender, sacrifice, you get it but it's you. In our culture today, like Pastor Billy said something to me this week that just has been just ringing through my brain all week. People are waiting for this jackpot moment. They're sitting back, and they want to win the lottery with the Holy Spirit, but they're not playing. They're not playing the numbers. They're not playing the game. They're not committing to anything. And I really want This to be different for 2022 for not just people that are sitting here. The kingdom, the church abroad, our communities, our schools. And it starts with your homes. That's where it has to start. The brick and mortar of inviting the spirit into your life, it has to be you. It just has to be you. Want to ask yourself a question, I want you to ask yourself a question. What would your life look like today if you allowed the Holy Spirit to lead you in all aspects? It's a big question, but I want you to ponder it for a second. How would your life be different? Not just an aspect. My marriage is struggling, so I'm going to really work on just, you know, bringing the Holy Spirit into my marriage. Because that'll only go so far. But if you surrender and you say, you know what? I'm done with my life as is. Maybe you're single. Maybe you're a single mom. How how challenging can that be? Maybe you're a teenager and you're just not getting along with mom and dad. Maybe your workplace is tough. Guess what? Everyone's is. Maybe you're on every corner, you're just like, man, I just can't catch a break. Hey, I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's cackling over there? No, but, but not... <laughs> Spirit rained down on me. No. But this is what I'm saying, like all aspects, right? Like we see each other on a Sunday and a Wednesday and then passing here and there. I don't know what all aspects of your life look like. You don't know mine. But I know that to do life, if you do it without the word of God, understanding the will, if you don't pursue a life to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and if you neglect the spirit in your life, it's it's tough, right? It's tough even with, with that. But man, if we can have the Trinity just come together... It's life changing. It'll start to spill out everywhere. Like you walk into a room and you can just tell when someone's filled with the Spirit. It's infectious, right? Don't look at it behind a glass wall anymore. Say, you know what? I can be like that. And you know what? I'm going to be like that. And then this is where the challenge is it takes you to commit to those steps. And some of you might not have the first clue. It's okay to ask. I can't tell you how many meetings with these two I sat in and they slapped my hand. I'm just kidding. But they walked through my life with me. And if you don't have people to walk through that, it's tough. It's really hard. You have to have, you know, your community. And that's why things like life groups, all these little mini churches within our own church are vital to not only the success success of the church but the success of that life group to walk through the mud you know the, the trials and tribulations and celebrate together too on the victories you have to have victories in your walk or your faith will be challenged around every corner and sometimes it's really hard to overcome that like, I talk to people all the time, particularly youth students. Man, how many victories did you get today? Not this year. It's, too, it's way too far out. Today. If you can't have victories today that you can check off, guess what starts to happen? Your inspiration starts to fade. The eye on the prize gets skewed. You've got to establish, like we talk about these resolutions, if you want to be rebranded and rebirthed, you have to have goals that you can kind of, because it's hard to measure faith, right? It's really hard to. You've got to have some intangibles that you pursue, but you have to have measurable victories. You've got to have a community to celebrate with. Really important. You know, we live in this shoulda, woulda, coulda culture, don't look at 2022 as this shoulda, woulda, coulda year. Like it starts today. If you're not in a life group, don't leave here today without getting connected. Don't let Sunday service just be, a yeah, whenever it works for us. Make it a commitment that you can't miss. Think of it like if you need oxygen every single week, week to breathe, Man, this is the this is the big fill-up, right? This is the big fill-up that gets you through. But guess what happens Monday through Saturday? You have to have those 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 checkpoints, right? There's a lot of checkpoints that happen at our church here. But this can't be the only place where you find faith. Make it part of your life so it's every day. It's how you start your day, it's how you finish your day, and guess what it what fuels you through the day. Be, be that person that looks back on 2022 and says, yeah, job well done, good and faithful servant. Okay, this is good. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get started with our scripture for today. I know, we're just getting started, so stay with me. So we're going to go to Galatians. I love this scripture because if you want to have a life filled with the Spirit, understanding the word and the will of God is critical. It's absolutely critical. So Galatians 5, life by the Spirit. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Can I get an amen? But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, Watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and I will not gratify you for the desires of your flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, are the like. I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is it right here. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So I read kind of a lot there. So I want to flip back to one part that says... So I walk by the Spirit. I'm sorry. So I say, walk by the Spirit. It's a command, and I do this. I I like to read. I like to consume the whole thing and go back and dissect it just a little bit. And I will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And I and I think back like you know we're we're talking about living in the living in the Spirit, right? This is nothing more than flesh versus, versus spirit if you don't surrender your flesh to Jesus and say Holy Spirit I'm all in let's do this let's go it's not as simple as that one declaration because you're going to be challenged but if you don't make that commitment and surrender your flesh guess what it's right here in the word the good book says it flesh versus spirit they're contrary to each other If you constantly are feeding your flesh, your spirit starves. It sacrifices. You have to get out of your way, your own way. You have to surrender. You have to surrender your flesh, or the fruit of the spirit will be tainted. And then you look back at some of the things I talked about before. You don't have to raise your hand because you know the story. But for those that don't feel like the marriage is bearing fruit, their life in general isn't bearing fruit. Their parenting can use a ton of work. Relationships around every corner are toxic. You just feel like, man, when, when do I get a break? When, does, when do things start happening good for me? It is right there in front of you. Surrendering, which is going to be a huge challenge, and that's why it's critical to, on a daily basis Be in the Word. Daily basis. Worship and give praise and thanks to God. Strive to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And invite the Holy Spirit into everything you do. That's a lot, right? But it's not once you you do it. Now that I've committed my life to that, I can't imagine going back. And boy, I can relate to being in those seats right now thinking, bro, bro, You don't know what my life looks like. No, I don't. God does. Jesus wants something drastically different for you. Even if your life is good, He still wants something different. He wants more. He wants your heart to be in constant pursuit. Even Jesus prayed every day Father, what is your will? He's our model. He's our model for the ultimate testimony of faith. You know, and you know, I just kept thinking, like, during that message on Friday, I kept thinking, this is so awesome, right? So awesome that Billy's talking about the birth, celebrating the birth. and <laughs> In 48 hours, I'm talking about with the crucifixion, resurrection, God sent the Holy Spirit to pass the baton to walk with us, right? I'm saying one who is greater than I. And the beauty is we all have it within us. And now, time to get in motion. So today, for our Bible story, we're going to take a little, little trip with Saul to Damascus. I feel like I've been to Damascus about 500 times in my life. <laughs> I, I, I love this scripture. And I want you to be thinking about something. I don't want you to, as we read through this, I don't want you to be so hooked on the words itself as far as being able to relate. But I want you to think bigger picture and I'll tie it up at the end. So it starts off in 5. We got up there, Acts 9. Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what to do. I'm sorry. (laughs) I grabbed the wrong slide. Here we go. Go back to one. Go back to one. I missed the page. We had nine one? There we go. Meantime, Saul was stood breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus. So that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? So stop right there. So to give a little context, Saul was not a good dude, right? Saul was a Jew who persecuted arrested, beat, and killed Christians. People that follow Jesus. And I remember when I first started, you know, like chewing on this scripture, I'm like, well, that's a little extreme. That's not me. It's not the point of this. Unless you're following Jesus in every aspect in a full surrender. There's a big learn to be had here. So now let's continue. Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Then men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand to Damascus. So I sit there and I think, man, Think about this. You're living your life a certain way. You're doing your thing. You have an agenda. You're living by the flesh. And all of a sudden, wham. Something happens in your life. And all of a sudden, you realize you can't see. You're terrified. You don't know where to go. You don't know what's going on. This is easy to relate to. In your life... Don't let it get to that place where you have to get knocked off the donkey and you desperately need to be crying out to the Lord for direction. This is the part that makes it relatable to everybody. The way you're living your life today, don't wait for that blinding light. Don't wait to be blind. Let's continue. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus... There was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go straight to the house of Judas on straight street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. So I just think, Ananias, that's not a fun job. So I'm thinking, to make this relatable to everybody, who in your life is Ananias? Maybe some of you are Ananias. But I think, man, how terrifying to get a command from God to go talk to this dude, set him straight, give him the vision when you know what what his reputation is. But guess what he does? He fearlessly obeys. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. And all of a sudden, for me, the relativity gets so much higher. I knocked you off your donkey. I got your attention. I made you desperately cry out to me. made you wait a little bit. I ask myself this a lot. Why did he wait three days? Why did he send Ananias? And I think to myself, you know, talk about the suffering, right? He, He references it here. Because then there's the redemption, right? And I think, wow, how powerful is that? To be Saul, Paul. You're sitting there and all of a sudden someone comes to you and has a proclamation and a vision for something different. Let's continue. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Saul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with, with the Holy Spirit hmm amen. amen amen this is kind of what we're talking about the rebrand the rebirth immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again he got up and was baptized and after taking some food he regained his strength okay okay Could God have just healed his eyesight? Totally. Do whatever he wants. But the message said very specifically see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is it, people. This is like, you know, we come to church, we listen to a word, but then it's like, what do we do with it? Like, we have something absolutely beautiful sitting right in front of us right now. The power of the Holy Spirit can rebrand all of you in an instant. And some, you may not experience in an instant. This is where the activation and the dedication and the obedience and the pursuit is so important. But there's a significance from the name change of Saul to Paul, the rebrand, the rebirth. And Ananias said, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the daily bread, right? That's the fuel that keeps the feet moving. When times get tough, man, if you talk to the Holy Spirit once in a blue moon, guess what? Yeah. You're going to have those struggles. And you know what? You can be walking with the Lord and the Holy Spirit can be, fill you every single day. Times can still be tough. But it's like when you're going through that battle, the fight of all fights, man, it's good to have a mighty warrior alongside you, right? Because not only is he a mighty warrior and can fight the fight for you, but I also think he's a great GPS. Don't go down that path, my friend. Trouble waits. Don't spend your money like that. Don't hang out with those people. Don't talk to your wife like that. Come to church pray for that person. Like, for me, this was like a big thing. When I started praying for strangers randomly, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. I'm hooked now. (laughs) And now I'm a pastor. And my burden, not just mine, all of us in ministry, and I'm sure a lot of you carry the same burden, like this message has like kept me up at night. And I'm not even kidding. Since... The inspiration for this message came to my heart. It's like 2, 3 in the morning. I wake up every night. And who should I pray for right now? Who needs to hear this? Who's walking through the valleys of the shadow of death right now? And I don't know who they are. I don't need to know. God does. It was like five days ago. I woke up and I look at my, look at my, my phone. It's sitting next to me. And I'm like, 2.15 again. It's like day three in a row. Tired. I'm tired. But guess what? don't matter. I sat there and I was praying and I was praying. Before I knew it, it was like 4.15. I'm like, whoa. Because when you're walking in the Spirit, time passes like, like it's nothing. And I thought, man, somebody, some, I hope everybody, but somebody in particular needs this today. So whether it's here, online, whatever, neither, you know of somebody that needs it, be praying for them. Help encourage them to start coming to church, to get in the word, to be part of of a community that's healthy, that desperately wants something different. I'm just telling you, like, my life, if I didn't have a group of men around me that wanted this to happen someday or something like this, man, train wreck. I was lost without my faith, my, my path. So this is where the rubber meets the road, right? We've talked about the Holy Spirit, and there's so much scripture. I could literally, we could do this for days and days and days. There's so much scripture that talks about the Holy Spirit being birthed within you and what to do. But this is where the rubber, rubber meets the road. Activation is the key to your transformation. Amen. I think this is why my burden has been so heavy this week. It's been an exhausting week. Bless you. But I think if you want transformation, fight for it. Don't wait. Because time will pass you by, relationships will go, and you'll sit there and you're like, man... Why didn't I do something before? Because the Holy Spirit's within you right now. You know, we talked about life groups. We talked about being more committed to a Sunday. Because guess what? Sunday is really not for you. Celebrate our King. Let something divine and magical happen on a Sunday. You don't know who you're going to encounter, you don't know what's going to be said. Someone may pray for you. You may have a conversation that completely changes the trajectory of your life or somebody else's. But if you're not here, can't happen. Be committed. Clear your schedules for things like this. Come celebrate with our church. This is like a family. We talk it, but it's the truth. You know, there's other things like, you know, I think Billy mentioned the, the fasting, the day of prayer. The 21 day fast, I used to look at things like that and say, you know your mind? 21 days without cheeseburgers and pizza? I'll get the next fast. And now I look forward to stuff like that because what I experienced during those moments, the last fast that we did as a staff, it's easy. Because every moment that I craved food or, you know, well, not every moment I craved food food for me is tough I love food (laughs) so for me it was about 10,000 moments of prayer a day I'm just kidding (laughs) but if you look at things like that and you give your way out beforehand you're out I would love it if everybody here 21 day fast boom on your calendar today because guess what if you don't oh wow day 10 I didn't even know you miss that opportunity to have transformation in your life. Because your transformation isn't just blessing you, it's blessing everybody in your universe. Every path you cross, every hand you shake, every person you pray for, your kids, your spouse, people you haven't met yet. Start working on your transformation now, and then reap the benefits. The fruits of the spirit will be evident. So I, I encourage you, when these things happen, don't just look at it like, ah, somebody else will do it, somebody else will pray, somebody else will fast, mission, trip, whatever it is. Serving, being a ser- having a servant's heart, that's activation of the Holy Spirit. It's going to cost you something, but what you get in return, there's no value. There's absolutely no value. So be part of something bigger than yourself with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. When you get to that place where, heck, here today, you know how easy it would have been like Friday service, Saturday Christmas, it's family weekend. It is family weekend. And this is just what we do. So before you leave here, activate something. Put something on your calendar um, that makes it an intentional environment. Because if you leave here today without something, you're going to miss that opportunity. What are you investing in your eternal life? What does your rebranding look like? Everyone's is different. Jesus knew the importance of this with his disciples as he rebranded them in John 15. I don't have this in my notes. I I want to say this. He, he even called the disciples. They went from being servants to his friends. He knew how important that was. So let Jesus be your friend. It'll change not just your forever, but everyone's. So as we get ready to close... I invite the prime minister team to come forward. And I want to make a special invitation first to those that have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. To pray along with me. Jesus, I am a sinner and I thank you for sacrificing your life for my sins. Jesus, I would like to live a different life. I would like to pursue pursue you and have you along for my journey. So, Jesus, today, I would like to declare that I am a Christ follower and my life will be forever changed. Amen. So, if you prayed that special prayer, we thank you. We welcome you into the family of Jesus. So. I would like, if you prayed that prayer, everybody, let's join along. Let's give a round of applause. For those people. And if you've already accepted Jesus, two things. If you prayed that prayer, and you're not, now you're like, now what? Now what do I do? There's no manual. Where's the Ikea guide? There isn't one. I would love if you came forward and talked to one of our prayer ministry partners. Say, hey, you know what? Today, I accepted Jesus. Let's celebrate together, and now what do I do? It is critical that the next thing you do is with somebody that can help walk you through that. And if you've already accepted Jesus, man, let the Spirit flow today. We're going to be having some some music playing. What a great invitation to come forward and pray for a rebirth in yourself. Pray for the Holy Spirit to rebirth, rebrand you. For years, I didn't know what that looked like or what that meant, and that's okay. But I encourage these next few minutes to be very spirit-led and prayer-filled. These opportunities are what I'm talking about, the activation. If you want transformation in your life or somebody else's life, in this church body, in our community, in our country, we desperately need that. Let's be active and get prayer in motion. Thank you all. You guys have a fantastic, spirit-filled, blessed week. If you're a first-time guest, we would love to have an opportunity to connect with you and give you a free gift for joining us today or if this isn't your first time but you're ready to get connected go ahead and send me an email and let me know how we can best serve you we have life groups both live and virtual classes and resources to help you live your life in complete freedom and you know what if you're ready for the full on-campus experience you can reach out to us via email as well and we will get you connected with an opportunity to check us out and meet our church thank you so much for watching and have a blessed week. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. I really hope God moved in your heart today. And if you're in the Scottsdale area, I'd love for you to come and visit our campus on one of our Sunday services. You can find details to our service times on our website. I also want to thank our faithful givers. By giving towards our podcast, you're able to help us reach people from all over the world for Christ and fulfill the mission of Oasis, which is to love God, love life, and love people. God bless.